I'm starting a new series here on Physics Alive. I'm going to call it the Reimagining Series, where in episodes where I focus on this, I'm going to reimagine something in education. We've been doing things for so long in, in our systems that we've developed, and sometimes it's hard to break out of that and think of, of new ideas to imagine something else. Uh, this can often be the power of going to uh, a conference, uh, especially a conference outside of your discipline. You begin to see from a perspective that you're not used to seeing from. Today's episode, I'm calling Reimagining Final Exam Week. And the idea for this came to mind when an email crossed my plate. It was an email from the Student Activities Board at my college. And they were advertising a study break during finals week. They say, close the books and step away from the computer screen. It's time to focus on clay modeling, DIY stress balls, yoga, smoothies, Zen gardens, and more. And this isn't the first time I've seen these sorts of things before. I've, uh, I've been part of these in the past with uh, setting up labyrinths on campus that students can meditate and walk through with, with having art that students are able to do. I've led meditation sessions during final exams weeks. And it got me thinking, why is final exam week so stressful? Well, I know why it's so stressful, because many students have three, four, five exams, cumulative exams that might be worth 20, 30, 40, even 50% of their final grade in a course. So there's a lot of stress tied to that. Here they have to recall this information from throughout the semester. And that is not an easy task. And to have it in all of these courses, to have the stakes so high, of course, students are feeling remarkably stressed. And I would hazard, I think a lot of faculty are feeling remarkably stressed at the end of the semester. Uh, we're all talking of, of grade, grading that we're so far behind in and that we need to catch up in. And now we're going to have all these big exams coming in and we only have 72 hours to submit the final grade for the course. So there's, there's stress on all these different levels. And I would like to reimagine that. What could be different? How could we redesign final exam week? At least in our course, we can't control what's happening in other courses, although we can certainly begin to have that conversation. So yeah, that's what I want to do this episode. Let's, let's reimagine the final exam. Welcome to Physics Alive! I'm Brad Moser, and I want to help fellow educators spark new life into the physics classroom. Each episode, I'll draw inspiration from the teachers, researchers, students, and professionals who explore innovative learning, motivate new curricula, apply physics in their careers, and encourage an inclusive and healthy classroom environment. Good physics to everyone! So. At the release of this episode, we're coming up on final exam time. I know some folks have had graduation already. Our final exam week is coming up in about a week and a half. And uh, the high schools, maybe final exams aren't coming up for another couple of weeks or a month. But anyway, we're in that season. We're in final exam season. And I really want to reimagine what this looks like. And I've been, 
I've been thinking about this idea for years. I've I've never been super excited about final exams. Uh, I've stopped giving cumulative finals in these past couple of years. Uh, this year, I'm not even giving a final exam. Instead, my students have a, a final project that they are working on uh, and that they're going to be giving presentations during that final exam period. Now, that might still be a very stressful situation for these students, and uh, I haven't done as good of a job this semester as I would like to have done scaffolding the assignment. So by having good scaffolding for an assignment, we can help prevent students from finishing that assignment the night before if they have to come up with certain pieces along the way. Uh, for instance, I, I had my students write an abstract for this presentation uh, two or three weeks ago at this point. So they know what their topic is. And I've been better in the past about having other due dates where they have to come in as a group and meet with me to discuss their progress. And it's something I didn't do this semester, but it's definitely a piece that I could continue doing in the future. And that is a way to to help ensure that, that students aren't pushing off the project to the very end, which then it would become just as stressful as, as studying for a long exam. But yeah, I've really been questioning this, this final exam practice, this big cumulative exam at the end of the semester that is worth so much of the credit. Is this really in our students' best interest? Is this really the type of learning experience, the, the type of final cumulative experience that we want students to be having in our classes? I would say for the the most part, when it comes to assessment, we pretty much know sort of where the students are going to fall at this at this time of the year. There's not a whole lot more new to learn, nor really should we be learning a lot more new at this point. I, I feel like by this point, we should have a, a sense of the effort that our students have put into our course, of their engagement in the course, of, of their ability to master certain concepts uh, along the way on other tests, on other quizzes. And, and I could talk a lot about how I really like the idea of doing lots of small quizzes and not big exams. And maybe I'll save that for a different episode. But kind of in line with that is this idea of, of what can we do different for the final? Is this really the best experience we can be giving our students? Uh, which which kind of leads to this really stressful time. Or is there something else that we can do? I want to begin this conversation by looking at a study that I found in the journal The Physics Teacher. Uh, the original study was done in 2018 by Vincent Coletta. In 2020, he wrote a follow-up article um, kind of digging into student responses to some of the what he learned in his original article. So this article is called To Study or to Sleep, How Seeing the Effect of Sleep Deprivation Changed Students' Choices. And I'll, I'll link these articles in my show notes. Uh, but basically, he did a study that showed that final exam scores could be tied to how much sleep the students had gotten the night before. And that how showing this data to his students, he was able to begin to impact the choices that they were making on final exam night, that if they were sort of constantly seeing this this data, this information that sleep is very valuable before a final exam, uh, because you're going to be able to to access sort of higher levels of, of thinking and perform better on these complex complex problems. And I thought that was a really interesting study. So he's urging his students to get plenty of sleep because that will positively impact their final exam performance. But I'm going to argue that this doesn't yet get to this idea that students are, in fact, pulling these all-nighters before final exams. And I'll say I did that once or twice in college as well. And I particularly remember one of them. It was an art history class. And I'll, 
I'll have to say that I actually did end up getting an A on that exam, which I think totally surprised me, uh, especially given the fact that I slept for maybe half an hour before going to take that exam. And it was a memorable experience, but is that an experience I really want to have a memory of? Could there have been some other approach to ending that class that could have been even more memorable and more of a maybe more of a positive memory than a negative memory? So this this doesn't get to the idea that students are electing to pull these all-nighters because there's so much studying they need to do right at the last moment. And we can we can say how much students should be studying ahead of time, how they should be preparing for days and days in advance. And I think for these finals, maybe they are doing that, but there's just so much to study with these cumulative exams. And there are so many of these exams that they're doing that it's just too hard for them to do that. So one of the first alternatives that I want to look at is in a way, not an alternative. Well, it is because it's still an exam, but it's the idea of collaborative exams, a two-stage exam. So this is uh, also an article from the physics teacher that I pulled out from 2014, written by Carl Wyman, George Riker, and Cynthia Heiner. And they talk about these two-stage exams where there's a first stage where students are doing individual work, but then there's a second stage to the exam where they are now in groups and they are working on group problem solving. And I have to say, soon after this paper came out, I remember giving this a try in my introductory course. Uh, not quite the way they proposed it, but uh, sort of in a, a two-stage over multiple days where I would give the full exam to, to the students individually. And then the following class, I had graded them. And there were there's always certain questions that, that maybe a majority of the class uh, are, are challenged by. So I handed back just those questions to the groups. And they got to work in their groups for half an hour to resolve these questions without seeing what went wrong before. So they don't know who was right. They don't know who was wrong. Um, so they, but they get to put their heads together to think about these. And I have never seen so much intense collaboration and vigorous discussion and excitement about trying to figure these things out. It was, it was frankly quite amazing. And they really liked this opportunity. So that was sort of a an alteration of, of maybe what this this article suggests for the two-stage exam. Uh, but I'll, I'll post this article in the show notes as well. Just, just one idea to think about for how could we provide a different learning experience while they are taking this exam. And maybe this was a more challenging one to pull off during final exam time. Maybe it's easier during the semester. Or maybe this would be perfect at final exam time. Building on this, I want to uh, go to uh, a blog post from Kelly O'Shea. She is a, a physics high school teacher and prolific blogger. She has so many great posts, so much great thinking about education. She's tried so many things. I definitely want to have her on, on this podcast. And she was thinking about this idea of a, of a group test. Her students were asking about it. Can we have a group test? Can we have a group test? That, that's a question that comes up a lot. And she started thinking, well, in fact, yes. She thought about what were her final assessment goals, that this exam should be an experience not just a, a, a test, it's maybe a more of a performance style assessment. And that students should really be doing real world, world type of questions. And it should be a collaborative experience because the class itself is so collaborative. And what she came up with was a collaborative lab practicum, a group lab where they have to apply the ideas they've learned throughout the semester in both lab and the lecture to these explorations that they have to do. So one of the examples I remember reading about was, uh, for instance, to set up a pendulum and a mass on a spring that would oscillate at the same frequency. 
but they can't test it. They have to do out the mathematics themselves. So there's a, a first stage where they, they sit and they plan and they think on their own. And then they'll get together in groups where they can put those ideas together and begin to go through the math and the setup and to try to get this to work. So I thought that was a really cool idea. That would be a fantastic way to end a course. Now, another podcast that I really like is called the Ed Surge Podcast and is hosted by Jeffrey Young. Uh, this was one I remember listening to actually towards the end of, of last year. Actually, it was posted in July of 2020. So we had just come through those first couple of months of COVID-style education and thinking about final exams and what that should look like. And this was called, Should Colleges Rethink Final Exams in the COVID Era? Some profs try epic finales. I want to get into that in a moment. I, I would, of course, you can guess I'm going to say this. I'm going to extend this to not just the COVID era, but to any era, to education in general. There was a really interesting idea, this epic finale. Instead of having an exam where students sit down and have to write something, instead they have a different experience. And in this episode, in this episode uh, Jeffrey talked with Stephanie Bailey, uh, assistant professor at Chapman University, who was teaching an introductory physics course, and she did one of these epic finales. Her students, instead of taking an exam, went to, I believe, a nursing home and had to talk to somebody in that nursing home about physics. They had to describe some of the physics concepts that they learned in class. So it was effectively a community service, and it was serving seniors who were in lockdown and feeling isolated. What a fascinating idea. And you might think, wow, that has nothing to do with, uh, with the course itself, but they were being called on to be able to explain these physics ideas to somebody who has probably not been thinking about physics in a long time. Uh, and in fact, maybe never had a physics course. So that was a really cool idea. Uh, another one that I've, I've heard about was an astronomy course taught by Anthony Weston and Anthony Kreider. And they've published this, the, an article about this in the Astronomy Education Review, uh, which I'll, I'll link in the show notes. And there was also a little article about it. So for their epic finale, their students came into a classroom in which all of the furniture was removed and there was an eight foot tall black monolith sitting in the middle of the room and video cameras were in each quarter of the room recording them and they needed to figure this out. In the article it says, by the time the day is over, our students are in a backyard eating sunflower seeds with chickens. As odd as that may sound, it's all tied to learning objectives from earlier in the semester. So I definitely encourage you to listen to some of these podcast episodes and, and read the article. Hopefully I, I whetted your appetite for that one. But they found a way to have this experience that brings all of the students together and, and they're laughing and celebrating and applauding and eventually joining the faculty members of the class in sort of a relaxing and recollective environment. What a cool idea that is. It is something I would, I would love to consider trying, one of these epic finales. There are so many different ideas out there, you know, just to, just to pull out another as I'm, as I was doing some of my, my good old Google searching, you know, high-end research here for Physics Alive today. <laughs> um, but there was a little article by Corinda Barrett in the facultyfocus.com, a different kind of final. And she talks about uh, a, a book that she had, had read through, uh, Beyond Tests and Quizzes, Creative Assessment in the College Classroom. And one of the chapters was about concept mapping. And she decided to have her final exam be instead 
designing a concept map that would describe the experience of the course. And it wasn't just, you know, just sit down and do this in 15 minutes, but this was quite the project that had many different elements to it along the way where this final piece needed to be this concept map. So you're seeing that there are so many alternatives, just different things we can think of to do. Very simply, you can just look for alternatives to final exams and you'll find many pages from Centers for Teaching and Learning. Uh, just as an example, one of the first ones that I, I found was the Berkeley Center for Teaching and Learning page. And you know, just quickly reading down their list, you can uh, says you can do a paper instead of a test. You could do a series of quizzes or chapters tests instead of comprehensive high stakes tests. Memorandum or briefing, professional presentation, uh, an annotated anthology, a poster session, uh, a, a portfolio where you're handing in work throughout the term, uh, throughout the term a reflective paper. You know, that's just uh, a number of those examples that are on there. But we can see when we begin to reimagine what final exam we could look like, what the final exam in our course could look like, we begin to see there are so many alternatives. There are so many different ways that we could reach our students to provide a, a learning experience at the end of the semester, to provide a fitting way to the end of our course, to 15 weeks with our students, or maybe if there was physics one and physics two, to 30 weeks that we've spent with some of these students. What What is a good way to end our time with these students? What is a way that we can show that we valued this time we've spent with them, that hopefully they valued the time they've spent in this course? How can we wrap that up? How can we tie up the loose ends? How can we then also project into the future how they might find value in what has happened in this class and have a conversation with students about this. This is just a small handful of examples of ways that you could reimagine Final Exam Week. You can find links to all the articles I've talked about in the show notes, either on your podcast app or by checking out physicsalive.com finals. If you have any ideas you've heard about, articles you've read, or reimaginings you've tried yourself, please reach out and send me an email to brad at physicsalive.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so that you can stay up to date with each episode as it comes out. You can also find updates at Physics Alive on Twitter and Physics Alive page on Facebook. Thanks again for listening in, and I hope you've been inspired to try something new. Your homework assignment? Cancel your final exam and do something different. Okay, just kidding, just kidding. It's not that easy. But if you're intrigued, write a few notes about alternatives to the final exam on your fall 2021 syllabus. When the creative juices are flowing in August, maybe you'll want to give one of these ideas a try. Please join me again for the next episode of Physics Alive. Until then, may you ever reimagine the world around you, and be well.